0: Clear your mind and climb the tower. Hi everyone, this is Rowan Odom. Today, we're pleased to showcase The Tower, an ambient, experimental audio fiction which combines a concept album and the mystery and drama of a young woman's journey of self-discovery. Join Kiri as she forsakes the hustle and bustle of the modern world and ascends a seemingly infinite tower. Along the way... She will witness sights and sounds which will challenge her very being, and have deeply personal conversations with friends and family on oddly convenient phones left on the tower. Immersive and contemplative, the tower lays out an experience that is touching and dramatic in turn, inspired by the works of Ryuichi Sakamoto and evoking introspective adventures like Celeste. You can find the tower wherever you get your podcasts or as an ad free album on their Bandcamp. TinCanAudio.Bandcamp.com. Part 1, 2, and 3 are available now, with part 4 coming soon.
1: Hello, I'm Cody Micah Carmichael, and you're about to be listening to the amazing podcast Syntax, which probably means you're smart, charming, and have great taste. And maybe you're interested in scientists discovering and doing cool things, or you'd like to be one. If that's the case, you should come check out BroadlyEpi.com, where I teach the science of epidemiology, programming, provide summaries of the most recent research, have some software tools available, and a lot more. If you're interested in renting a scientist, well, we have that option too. BroadlyEpi.com, epidemiology, broadly speaking. Hello, listeners. an RPG campaign manager, a novel writing and publishing tool, interactive map builders, timeline builders, and more. Your vast web of outlines, character plots, and family trees has a home waiting on World Anvil. Check out the full features using the link below, or by visiting worldanvil.com. Subscribe using the promo code in the description of this episode, and you'll get 51% off an annual subscription. And will be directly supporting the creation of TSP Network Shows. Thanks in advance for checking it out.
0: Hi, everyone. Rowan Odom here. We're pleased to showcase The White Vault, a horror podcast set in the frigid darkness of the Arctic Circle. Follow the adventures of an international rescue and repair team investigating a mysterious signal while navigating the treacherous nature of the polar nightmare they find themselves in. Worst of all, they find they may not be as isolated as they think. Fans of Syntax will love this indie series created by a two-person team. The show balances fictional elements with painstaking scientific, linguistic, oral, and cultural precision in details. The science team hail from all across the globe, a multilingual and multidisciplinary team dealing with their findings as best they can filled with masterly crafted foley that places you in the moment with polar bears, howling icy winds, and more. Find The White Vault however you listen to podcasts, or find out more about the show at thewhitevault.com. Subscribe now and delve the waiting horrors.
2: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring.
4: This one should be when we found our way forward.
5: Elizabeth Bellinger, status report for Yanispace Not really having any other idea what to do, I've decided we should explore the canyon ridge we found for a way across. The lighthouse we saw earlier seems to be the only landmark on this depth, and we might find either the breach, or the specimen we're after, or hopefully both. But who am I kidding? This whole venture is doomed because I'm in charge, and- That's not
4: true. (sighs) Isn't it? Nah. We've been in worse spots and made it out, and we've been in better ones and let our guard down. What matters is we've found some way to go. We'll get across this canyon, somehow, some way.
5: How optimistic of you. Thought I'd give it a try. Did you believe me? Why? Were
4: you lying to me? Nope. Well, if I'm lying, I'm lying to you and me. I believe we'll find a way, but then again, that's what I always say.
5: You do always have that attitude of, where there's a will, there's a way
4: ugh I just hate spinning my wheels.
5: Believable. And yet, we have always found a way forward, no matter the circumstances. Like we're fated to do so. We make our own luck, Lizzie. So forceful. Are you sure about that?
4: I'd rather not think about the alternative.
5: That could be a dangerous thought
4: to avoid, Cassius. Alright, you want me to take a stab at it? Let me ask you this. What difference would it make if we're just forcing our way through, making the choice and risking our lives willingly, or if some cosmic force wanted us to do it? Like fate or destiny or God or whatever. Like I wanted to explore the breaches or something out there wanted me to explore. What's the actual difference?
5: I suppose that would depend on where the journey ends. Either you're where you wanted to be, or where you were supposed to end up. Cryptic. And
4: unhelpful. I don't think that really answers my question.
5: (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't. It's just... Life doesn't go the way we imagined. Even if we're wildly successful in our ventures. Or at least, my life doesn't. And I don't know anyone else's who does. So let me simplify. When you think about Life After the Breach project, you probably imagine freedom, fame, fortune. More or less. But the reality will be, you make your place in the history books, sure, but it comes with obligations. Strings attached? Always strings. They might be much better strings than you had before, but we never truly escape the threads entirely.
4: (laughs) That's what you think. I don't care what it takes. Beckett might want to hold on to us, but I am disappearing after this is all over. Ain't no strings on me.
5: Not even staying long enough for a goodbye group photo?
4: Ah, uh, just use the one from our necropolis days.
5: How efficient of you. But I don't think any of us are slipping away from the Breach Project and Beckett so easily. Among other things.
4: You just gotta leave me hanging?
5: laws of motion cassius they apply to our decisions as much as any physical force no one gets away scot-free every time we push nature fate the universe call it what you want it pushes back we'd already have lasting consequences of our journey even if we stopped right this minute so what happens when you push into things you don't understand Do you think that these very intentional structures, these breaches, let you run around the cosmos freely? Do you think they were made easily by the Asuratu? No, and no. No, indeed. So what did their makers want in return? And who are they, anyway? You don't want to think about that either, do you?
4: It's pointless. There's a way to go, so I take it. I could think all day about who made the trail, but it doesn't get me to the end of it any faster. I'm not banking my freedom on figuring it all out. They can get some quantum scientist to figure out the how and the why.
5: Or maybe a theologian. Whatever.
4: I'm a trailblazer. Even if it's old trails that aren't mine, I'll find them and get to the bottom of this. And then, it's freedom for me. If there is a fate waiting for me, and it's not what I want,
5: they're the asshole. Then let's hope that freedom is what's in store for you, Cass. Alex! Yeah? What's up? Let's set up the radio! I want to see if we can get in touch with Upsilon this far down.
6: You got it!
1: How long do the batteries last on these things, anyway?
6: If we only use them for checkups, a long time. This one could last a day on constant broadcast, and I've got a backup.
1: Mmm, fancy model. Nice to have some decent equipment. If only we could say the same about the people they hire, am I right?
6: Why are you being like that?
1: Like what?
6: Like that? I know you can be sarcastic, but lately you've just been an asshole.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding around, Alex. What, am I not allowed to joke anymore?
6: Okay, that's it! <clears throat> oh. Hey. Whoa, whoa! You'd be allowed to joke if it was funny. Uh,
1: oh, so we just march into the black hole from hell and I'm not supposed to make a sound? See?
6: That's what I mean. No, I'm not telling you to shut up. But if you're just going to be mean, then yeah, shut the fuck
1: up.
5: Alex, come on now.
1: Please, you two. Lizzie, stop them.
5: Nope. Don't think I will. Don't think I can. They'll figure it out.
1: Ugh, you guys are no help.
5: Neither are you! Not like this! I
6: could just go home then, if that's what you want! You know that's not what I'm saying! Then what are you saying?! I'm saying what's happened to you, Woodsy! <laughs> I... Uh,
1: I'm. I'm sorry. Alex, I'm sorry.
6: What's happening? What's going on? Tell me. Talk to me.
1: It... I don't... I don't know. It just... It really hurts sometimes, and... You lied
6: to us?
5: Shocking.
4: Shush.
6: It's making me feel really
1: grabby. Like I could snap any moment. I just... I just take it out by being grumpy at everyone. I'm sorry.
6: You should have stayed at Yanis.
1: Changed your mind.
6: They could have helped you.
1: I thought I was helping. Not much good unless we get that specimen, huh?
6: Jay, I would do anything to make sure we found it.
1: You don't gotta-
6: But I will! I want you back. I want you healthy. If I thought they could help you at Yanis, I'd want you to stay. But you're here now, so you can't go back, so we'll... we'll figure this out. We'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, we'll get there, Bug.
6: You better get there. That's all I care about.
4: Aww, love wins.
1: <sighs> the lover's coral right over the edge of the canyon is just what this expedition needed.
5: How lovely. This is Can't Decide If We're Done With Life, Alpha Team. Come in, upsilon, over.
0: This is upsilon. We're getting pretty heavy interference. Have you made it across the canyon, over?
5: I think the canyon will prevent us from contacting you before long. We haven't made it across yet, but I'm determined to keep going. We may not make the next few check-ins. We'll try to contact you again, but if you don't hear from us, stick to the plan. Any updates? Over.
0: Nothing, I'm afraid. There's no end to the beach, though it's definitely curved and not a straight line. No sign of the angler snake you mentioned, either. Over.
5: That's good. Stay safe, Upsilon. We'll stop to rest soon, and you should too. We'll check back in when we can. Over and out.
0: Roger. Over and out.
5: Another hour or so, if we can stop for a proper break and food. Sound good? No complaints here. You two need another minute? Nope. We're good. I don't think- Good! Let's go! What are your
0: thoughts on fate and destiny now, Pawn? I wonder if they should be amended.
4: No, I'm good. Besides, I was right about the asshole part.
0: (laughs) If you say so.
5: is it a natural formation
4: no idea it looks rough but no telling
5: it's a good place to stop and rest at least and no we definitely should not go inside
4: not saying i would do that but why not
5: because it's a cave on the wrong side of the canyon This isn't going to get us across, and who knows what might live in here, natural cave or not.
1: Which is also a very good reason to not stay in the entrance.
5: We'll just stay here and go no further. Sleeping here beats falling off the ridge in your sleep, don't you think? I thought so. Everyone try to rest best you can. Couple hours and we'll get moving again. I'll take first watch.
1: Ugh. suits me. Fine. My soul is poured out like a broken vessel, shattered and spilled. The gods have taken everything from me, even my beloved Kanamu. Was it enough to sacrifice strong warriors, our Alka, in pursuit of our dreams? Was it enough to sacrifice my teacher in this ill-guided attempt? Was there any price too precious to pay for the chance at feeling the sun smile upon our faces? Again and again, our resounding answer has been no, no, no. And now, at the last, through hubris and pride, we are reduced to this remnant. Bold was our countenance when we marched from the Pilsu, and swift was our downfall. We have lost the last few of our people who could lead us forth from this place, and our leaders have been cast upon the breeze. But at least in this, our faces have remained dry and unbowed by grief. Pride. Pride made them stupid, turning wisdom to dust and knowledge to ash. Haughty were their words, and now there is naught but the constant shriek of cold. And no corners of the doors see their shadow anymore. There is something wrong with the way. Perhaps, rather, it should be said, the way I was taught was flawed. This place should have been a triumph, no matter the heights we attained in Asratu, Great was the labor, and long was the writing, and magnificent was the gift that should have led us to a new paradise. So why is the warmth stripped away from us? What have we done to deserve Utuku, Zakiku, and Bunzaru? Our rewards are ghosts and fiends and demons and spiders. This cannot be the way, else none should take it. My elders held to the way, and I gave no questions, no doubts. But my thoughts twisted and swayed within me. There is a wrongness to this way I cannot explain. Our notes are filled with errors, where the old keepers had forgotten too much. I know not the cause, but we have forgotten the true way. This is not the gods. This is not Ivara's desire for us. If we are no more, the way is no more, and the worlds go unseen. Surely this cannot stand. We must see. We must go. (sighs) I speak as a fool. I do not even need Kanamu to be present to tell me so. Why should I feel any devotion to the way at all after all that has happened? Still we journey and still we die. While the keepers labored, the clever labored more and gave us shelter and sustenance. Like a servant, they sweep behind us, cleaning our messes while we rush about bringing more and more chaos in our wake, while they dutifully set all back to right again. This time, this time it was too much for Kanamu. They could not bear the strain, and while they are present in body, they are gone in spirit, gone as surely as if they had been whisked away on the evil winds. They will not go with me again. I seem to them a liar, as one who deals in tricks, and tricks are all I can do. For I am not Ilutisu, but Araru, a curse. I bring no good luck, but bad tidings and grief. My heart is sore, so sore. I would have traded anything but you, my dear Kanamu. But I have lost you, taken by misfortune, even if it was not to a novel The one thing I feared most befell me anyway. Do I let these bickering people lead me away again? Is there any hope I would see you whole again? Is there anything? by gods, or by will, or by might, or by spirit, I could do that would change my course. (sighs) You... You heard that.
5: Yes. guess you're joining me for the watch. Shouldn't we... I can't wake everyone up every time a pebble falls. If we didn't need sleep, this would be easier. But alas... Why aren't you sleeping anyway?
1: I... I was doing more translating. Why? It's... Uh, it's gotten easier to do, and I- So?
5: You look exhausted. You need to put it aside for now. Uh,
1: yes, but... But if there's something in this journal that would help us, I'd rather find out. I've never been very useful to have along on these trips... We find a sigil, I translate it, we move to the next depth. That's it. But, look at Alex. She's been so driven. Marching right along with the rest of us. Jay... Lizzie... Jay's condition isn't going to improve with time.
5: Mm, As I feared.
1: So, I'm tired, yes. And maybe useless. And very likely not long for this world, as usual. <laughs> but my eyes still work, so as long as I can read and translate and keep watch, I can help out somehow. Most I can hope for.
5: Surely that's not the most? What about, like, I don't know, going home?
1: <laughs> that is an option, I suppose.
5: Damn. You really do believe all that death talk, don't you? I guess so. Else, if we don't all emerge with traumatic depression, that would be the greatest miracle of all.
1: To be fair, I think most of us came in with that. Alex was our best shot at preserving our collective innocence, but now... I miss him. you You miss him?
5: Yeah, Greg. I know I've kept myself apart. Weird loner girl and all that.
1: That's not... Well, okay, maybe.
5: You don't have to lie about it. And you're no good at it anyway.
1: Why does everyone keep saying that?
5: I don't like hanging out and I'm weird that's not self-deprecating, those are facts, but Greg, like a father I never had, gave me space, but also, you know those candies he liked with the jokes in the wrappers? Yeah. He'd keep the jokes he liked and sneak them into my lunchbox or my art supplies. Then he'd wait around the corner until I found it, wait for me to smile and just chuckle while he walked away. Just a quiet game we played. He and June were always nothing but kind to me. Never understood me, but that didn't stop them. Everybody thought I'd be least affected when he died, but it's not true. I just masked it better than the rest of you. Even you, Mr. Stone-Faced Linguist.
1: You'd think having past trauma would at least have given me better masking skills.
5: You're pretty good at it, to be perfectly fair. But I get to see your ugly mug every day. Far too close for comfort, but that's the difficulty with hiking in close proximity. Makes it easier to find the cues.
1: Does it help to know I... Didn't think you'd be least affected? Why not? Well, you're one of June's favorites of everyone at Yanis Base. The fact you two are both odd old souls must have developed some kind of kindred feelings.
5: (laughs) Thanks for that.
1: So, it was natural that Greg would extend the same to you. It is true that the cues to your sadness were harder to spot... Maybe that's a result of being generally sadder than the rest of us.
5: Ouch. Harsh, but fair.
1: I remember your story. You've had your troubles and few people to believe you, but Greg took it all in stride, just like the rest of us.
5: Maybe it was wild having someone listen to me with genuine empathy instead of shock or a distant kind of pity.
1: I miss Papa Bear, too.
5: Let's not lose anyone else.
1: We can try. Not like these thrice damned breeches give us any room to breathe. The most likely next step is for us all to be dissolved by some passing rainstorm we'll never even see coming.
5: Oh, you test me with the constant impending doom obsession. Aren't we supposed to be on amicable terms now?
1: If you think it would help... You can go back to ribbing me at every available opportunity.
5: A verbal punching bag. Tempting.
1: If you don't mind the occasional jab back.
5: I'm pretty sure you just finished calling me... Sad as fuck, Silas. You hit first.
1: I didn't mean it as an insult.
5: You have this habit of making your... Casual observations sound like the biggest put-downs. I know you don't mean it, usually, like, it's not like you're trying to be witty, you're just, you just sound like a buttoned up asshole, sometimes.
1: Hmm. I hadn't thought of it quite like that.
5: But that makes two of us. Easy enough for me to play long distance psychologist while I watch all of you, but we all got problems that need dealing with. I can take care of mine after we've helped Jay.
1: You want to kill the thing on Asratu?
5: Why ever would you think I'd want to harm one of the protected specimens in the depths, Silas? That would be strictly against protocol.
1: Hmm. Well, protocol sanctions, defensive actions taken for fellow breacher team members. If you uh. If you ever need someone as definitely not bait, you know who looks most helpless at all times. Don't hesitate to call.
5: Why would you help me?
1: To be honest, I'm not sure your path of vengeance would help. But I'm also not here to pass judgment. You took on the role of leadership for Cassius's sake. You baited the Hamao into chasing you on Asratu. Would we even be a family if I didn't offer to do something similarly unhinged?
5: A family?
1: Yes. A haphazard, dysfunctional, but somehow still effective, plodding along as best they can kind of family.
5: I, I don't know. I don't have anything to compare it with.
1: That's unfortunate. I'll try to set a good benchmark for you, but I apologize in advance for some of the biologist's behavior in particular. Now, are you tired?
5: No, not yet.
1: My translation and this conversation have caught up with me. Wake us if you feel like nodding off, yes?
5: Yes. Yes. told you this thing had to end. Elizabeth Bellinger, status report for Yanis. We've finally arrived at the bottom of the canyon. It's all rock down here, and there are holes in the ground which fill up or burst with water. You can hear the water jets? I believe, I believe these are marine geysers. They're not hot or steamy, and they ebb and flow like the ocean we saw earlier. The ocean water is being forced through these thin veins and up through the ground.
4: Which means we need to stay the hell away from the water. But also, our specimen could be hiding down here.
1: We need to keep an eye out for the natives, too.
4: That, too. Why can't it ever be simple? Point A to point B, huh? Do you think you can get us across, Cassius? Depends a lot on whether you'd like to make it as a solid or a liquid. Let me look around. If I could fucking see any further than, like, three meters in front of my face, this would be easy. Jeez. Help me out, Jay.
5: Ah, I'm going. I'm going.
6: I think this dream might be catching up to Cassius.
1: It has been for a while, Alex. They'll be all right. Let them partake in the madness a little. It's therapeutic.
5: (laughs) Yeah, it sure is. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We'll be all right, Alex.
5: Don't worry, dear. It'll all be over soon.
4: Hey, Jay! Over here! Everybody, look at this! Feast your eyes on this.
1: Markings on the stone.
5: Is it Alkin?
1: No. No, this is unlike anything I've ever seen. It's not Alkin. It's not even Asratu.
4: Could be frog people language.
1: My thoughts, exactly.
6: What's it say?
1: Alex, I'm sorry, but I can't divine the translation without reference material.
6: Just to know would have been fine.
4: Well, if nothing else, looks like it marks a trail. This is the most solid ground I can find. We might be able to pick our way through.
6: Lead the way, and be careful! Jay, Jay, why are you standing there?
5: I oh, I don't know.
1: I got a bad feeling about this. Bad? Yeah, like, we shouldn't go this way.
4: What do we do?
5: Jay, we can't just wait up. We've got a long way to go, even if this does take us to the other side.
6: Jay, come on. I'll lead you. We can make it through. Trust
5: Cassius.
1: Okay. Okay.
5: Let's move. God damn. What's wrong? These rocks are slick as hell. Be careful. It's the same type of obsidian rock as a top, but it's a solid mass and warm smooth.
4: Hey, I found more writing. I was right. I think it's a trail.
1: (sighs) But if the frog people made it, why should we follow it?
4: I don't know. Maybe they need a way across that's dry, too.
1: That doesn't make any sense.
6: Ow! Alex! You okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. I stepped on something. It's loose.
5: What did you find?
4: That looks like... Metal.
1: They appear to be tools, like the ones on Necropolis.
6: Here, let me grab one.
1: Don't touch those!
6: Ah!
4: (gasps) What the fuck, Jay? What's your problem?
1: Don't. Just, Just don't. Don't touch those. Don't come near me with them.
5: Okay, okay. I'm leaving them. Keep moving. Let's go. We can worry about exploring later. Lizzie, what do we do about Jay? We can't just stop now and drop off the misbehaving medic. She's freaking out. We're stuck with him. Notes later, cure now. What happens if he truly loses it? Then we'll do what we have to. Are... Are you saying... I'm saying subdue him if you can. I obviously don't want this to get any worse, but... Do what you must to protect everyone.
1: Being quiet back there.
5: Hopefully, Alex keeps him calm.
1: This is insanity.
4: What was insane was letting him out of observation and sending him back on Alpha Team. Those fuckers back at Yanis should have known better. Cass, careful! I don't care who knows it. Stupid idea. And dangerous. And- Whoa! Cass!
1: Cass! Are you alright? yeah
4: yeah holy shit the ground just sloped down
5: real sharp look
1: is it another geyser
5: if it is it's much bigger i can't see the end of the slope
4: we'll have to go around
5: and watch where you're going no slipping out of sight forever on us
4: all right all right get distracted one time take
0: it easy
1: How big is this gap?
4: Let's hope it ends. I'd hate to find out this is like a bottomless cliff inside the canyon, and I don't want to go down if we're already at sea level.
1: Shouldn't... shouldn't the ocean be much higher? The terrain was mostly flat on the way here, wasn't it?
4: Elevation can be deceptive, Bookworm. We've walked for hours, and even a slight tilt would have given us some height.
5: There's a chance there's not enough pressure for the ocean to reach this far. If the geyser channels are thin enough and long enough, they'll have trouble forcing water through with tidal force alone. Hey, wait, hold up. Something's blocking the path. Animal, vegetable, or mineral? I can't tell. Oh, good, a mystery fourth option.
1: It's like, is this a structure?
4: part of one, and it's covered in something. It looks organic. Black and slimy.
5: Lovely. Alex? Yeah? Can you keep Jay preoccupied while we try to move this thing? That is, if there's not any objections this time. Jay? I'll take that as no objections! Jay, come on,
6: talk to me.
4: Should we... Focus. Get the specimen, get the hell out. That's all we can do.
5: We can't step around without coming into contact with the... goo. Can we try and toss the whole thing over the cliff? We can use our climbing picks. Worth a shot. If they start melting, drop them. Here. Recorder, Silas. Got it. Okay. I think I've got a grip.
4: Me too. Ready? On three. One, two, three. Fuck. It's heavy.
5: And squishy. Ew. It's not holding its shape. We might not have much to work with.
1: Here, here. Give me another pick.
5: Be
4: fucking careful, Sai.
1: I will, I will. Okay, I think I've got it.
4: Okay, one more time, everything we got. Watch your footing.
5: Ready? One, two, three. (laughs) Got it. Stay clear.
4: Five, six, seven, eight...
5: I don't think it's going to give us a sound.
4: How the fuck? The ocean is right there. Shouldn't there be a splash or something?
1: Are you telling me this is an empty void in the middle of all these geysers?
5: Welp. All the more reason not to fall in. Onwards, Cassius. Come on, Alex, Jay, let's go. Okay, come on, Jay, this
1: way. (sighs) Well then. Oh, Lizzie left it running. We'll check back in after we've made it around the, uh, giant hole, I guess. Silas Caldwell, expedition report for Yanispace. To the best of Cassius' judgment, we've made it to the other side of the wide chasm, blocking our path. We can now proceed past the other geysers and make our way to the opposite canyon wall. But, in the meantime, we've made a very surprising discovery.
5: Of all things, I never expected to find Breach 7 down here.
4: Looks like you're a lot better at finding breaches than I ever was.
5: (laughs) Whatever. If my luck holds, we'll be spending the next month getting the goddamn thing open. But not until after we found our elusive specimen, of course. Alright, Silas, grab the sigil and let's keep moving.
6: Can... can I stay out here with Jay?
5: Of course, dear. I'll stay with you both. Cass, go with Silas, please. You got it, boss.
4: Scratch one thing off the list.
1: About time. Feels like we've been here for weeks.
4: And yet, only about two days so far. Time flies when you're having fun.
1: Is that what we're having? The tipping point you have between fun and blood-curling danger is too narrow for me, I'm afraid.
4: And you caught the sarcasm. I'm proud of you, Bookworm. Look at you, all- Stop! Stop! What? Silas, talk to me. It's
1: uh, I don't something's not right.
4: Not right. No. Are you okay? Feeling
1: scared? It's it's not that. It's not it's not me. I'm never at ease inside the breaches, but this one It's different. This one's different. Uh, I don't know how.
4: Any voices? No.
1: Nothing. It's just a feeling, I guess. Let's move on.
4: Well, fuck.
1: Um... This... This isn't normal.
4: Yeah, no shit.
1: The breach path just... ended.
4: Wall's solid. There's nowhere to go. It's a dead end.
1: So... What about the... The, the pedestal! Cass! It's in pieces! Look here!
4: Damn. Somebody had an issue with this one. It's been obliterated.
1: There's a few chunks left, but the rest is literally dust.
4: What the hell? Do you think breaking the pedestal somehow closed it? Like, permanently?
1: I couldn't even hazard a guess. But we're not going anywhere, and... There's not even a sigil left to transcribe. It's all been destroyed.
4: Well, is this good news for our linguist, perhaps?
1: Could this finally be the end, you mean? Mm-hmm. Hard to say. Far be it from me to make a decision above my pay grade, but unless Beckett has a way to reconstruct this breach... God, no. No, I'm not even going to get my hopes up. We can discuss it back at Yanis. After we found what Vincula needs for Jay.
4: Still, you're grinning like a madman. Imagine if we finally found the end. I guess that's one way of doing it.
1: But then, why would you break this one? And not the one on Aseratu? If it really was that simple, after all. They could have sealed it permanently. And God knows they wanted it sealed forever.
4: That? I don't know. Come on, let's go back. No use theorizing now. The acoustics in here are probably totally different from other breaches. I wonder if you noticed that subliminally.
1: Oh, good point. Maybe you're right. Sorry, this is a lot to think about.
4: Oh, I get it. Every day, every find, more questions. I wonder what Lizzie's gonna think. Hey, do you want to make a bet?
1: What did you have in mind?
4: She's been pretty... uptight. Do you think she's going to run in here to verify our report, or trust us?
1: That's a tough decision. What do you think?
4: You tell me first.
1: I think she's more pressed for time. She'll take our report and get us moving again.
4: I think she'll rush in here and see for herself.
1: Hmm. Your supporting arguments?
4: Too convenient. For you in particular. She'll wanna make sure.
1: Ah, hadn't thought of that. What are the stakes?
4: Let's keep it simple. June always makes a spread for us when we get back to base. I'll pick if I win, you do if you win. Deal. <laughs> get ready to lose, linguist.
5: Well, How many years is this one going to take to find?
1: Lizzie, brace yourself. I'm afraid it's even worse than that.
5: What?
4: Look, we don't have an explanation, but this breach is busted. Busted? It ends. There's no
5: loop.
1: And the pedestal has been shattered to pieces. There's no remaining sigil.
5: What? So it's just it it's done? It's over? Just like that?
1: We didn't say that, but
4: I don't know what to tell you. I just
5: Wait w- Wait here! I'm gonna go look.
4: <sighs> Damn. I only take bets I win, Bookworm.
1: Hmm. That's what you think. I'm looking forward to one of Mrs. Dawson's famous homemade lasagnas. How? You told me it was your favorite, and I wrote it down so I'd remember.
4: Should I be flattered or creeped out right now?
1: Oh, time doesn't suffice to elaborate on how the vagaries of affection might elicit need for both reactions at times, my dear Cassius.
4: Why do I like you again?
1: Ask the Beatles. I have no earthly idea myself.
4: You okay, Alex?
6: Yes. No. He won't talk to me anymore.
4: Jay, you still in there?
1: He's gone quite glassy-eyed.
4: Jay? Jay, look at me. Man, what are you looking at?
1: We can't go up there.
4: Up where?
1: We can't go up there. Not safe.
4: You mentioned you had a bad feeling. What's up there?
1: them. Go What?
6: Who?
5: Jay, what are you talking about? I guess you're right. The breach is non-functional. Uh, what's going on? Jay, Jay, look at me. What did you say? Jay, talk to us.
6: Woodsy, please.
5: What's happening?
1: He said something. We can't go up there. Not safe. Uh, when Cassius asked what's up there he said them. And a word I don't recognize ghosts all?
5: What in the nine hells Jay? hes He's been saying weird things before when the lighthouse switched off is it just him rambling?
1: I wish I wish I could tell you I don't know.
4: He's not saying anything else. And we've waited long enough.
5: True. There's nothing else to do here. We need to get moving. I'm afraid he may only be getting worse.
4: Then there's no time to lose.
1: Stay strong. Trying. I'm sure he's still in there. Maybe once we clear this awful canyon, it'll get better on its own. And if not, we're getting closer by the minute. We'll find it.
4: Alright, there it is. We found the wall, and this one's got tons of ridges for
5: us to walk on. Thank gods we made it. Maybe we'll make it to the lighthouse before we have to stop again.
1: That would... be ideal.
4: Let's take the largest one we can find. We don't want it to narrow out and leave us stranded. I'd rather not do any actual climbing if we can help it. This one looks good, I think.
5: Lead on! Oh, this hike's gonna hurt.
4: Yeah, might have been too soon to say we can make it in one trip. Uphill ridges are a totally different march.
5: Maybe just a rest in a bit, but let's make some progress. How are you making it,
4: Sai?
1: Same as I ever do, with great difficulty and much complaining.
5: Strange, I wasn't even hearing much from the peanut gallery.
1: Don't worry, the internal dialogue is positively roiling. Good. Those two are still with us. That's good.
4: Hey, another cave up ahead. Like the one we rested in earlier. Looks empty, just like the other one.
5: Well, we're not stopping yet. Let's keep moving.
4: Silas, catch up.
1: Coming. I'm... Is... Is that... Ah! Ah! Ah!
5: There's something alive in the cave! In the cave! Fuck! Get back! Put them down! They're after us! Keep
4: running! Don't look back! What are they? No time! Run! Where do we go? Run for it. Make for the trail.
5: <laughs> hold up, hold up. They've stopped. They've stopped chasing us. <sighs> what happened, Silas? I,
1: I thought I saw something move. I flicked my light to check and part of the wall moved. And then, and then a face looked back at me. Its it skin matched the stone. It was very hard to spot. Then it screamed at me.
4: I can't tell what they are from here. And then they're retreating.
5: They're going back to the caves. Saturn's rings, that was close.
1: Oh, fucking hell. Oh, sada. Stop! Stop! Get a grip! Grab him! Grab him! MRC! I'm holding Sheen Bucked Lamar! Jay!
6: Jay, come back to us!
1: Please!
6: Stop this! Uh,
1: uh, I'm. I'm trying! It's so hard! It's. It's so hard, Buck!
4: I can't... Jay, goddammit, you I stay can't. with us. That's an order. We're gonna get help somehow, but you have to uh, hang on.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Just... Uh, just a little longer. Uh, uh,
4: <sighs>
5: <sighs> Lizzie. Yeah, I see the bottom of your eyes.
1: He's only getting worse. We can't keep wandering around like this. We can't!
4: We may have to do the unthinkable. I think we have to get him back to Yanis. What?! Alex, listen. They can keep an eye on him. He's only slowing us down and going downhill mentally, fast. I just... I don't
5: see any other way. They're right! This has gone on for too long, and we've run into yet another nest full of aggressive native species! We could walk for hours to find another ridge and end up doing the same God's damned beach trip all over again. But that's not going to help Jay. You're
6: right. You're right. This has all been so stupid. Damn it!
5: We have to leave the canyon. Cass, lead us back. Jay, are you good to follow? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. Okay. (sighs) Look, we can't stay here, but we've been going too long. One hour, that's all. Eat, drink, and rest your legs. Fine.
6: We're getting home, Jade. Don't worry. We're going home, okay? We're going back, and they will take care of you. I'll be gone for a little bit, and and then we'll be together again. Silas, here.
1: Uh, Do you have enough? I've
4: got extra water. Don't worry about me.
5: Alex, Uh, here. Let's go. Thank you. Help me set up the radio. It might not work, but I'd like to try. Upsilon, this is Alpha Team.
1: nothing more I can do for you here. I would not go, nor give in to the complaints of our people, if I thought I could reach you, even if for a short time. You have all but given up, and the path of wisdom would have me do the same. And yet, and yet, I yearn for another chance. If not for ourselves, than for our remainder. The happiness we could not have perhaps may yet belong to our people. I will take them from this land of water rocks to a place they can finally call home. This I swear. Kanamu, beloved, my soul. You showed me there could be another way, one of cooperation, not subjugation. We need not break the worlds and their inhabitants, only bend them, gently, as a reed in the wind, so that we may both remain unbroken. When I go to this new place, I will remember you, Kanamu. I have but to try. I make a gamble with the gods, my beloved. Oh, how your heart would soar to look upon me as I dance the knife's edge with Ivara, the way-giver. I must put myself at great risk, my love. Yet I have not a care remaining for myself. All that I am and all that I was was bound up in you, Without you, I am unraveled, a book without binding, scattered upon the breeze. Who can read pages without order or number? My song is played for a wilderness, and my lyrics are sung to dumb beasts having no hearing or understanding. Once you danced to my tune and made merry to my song now the hall has grown silent and there is no cause for celebration nor joy. I have wept long enough, my love. There are no more tears left to shed. I have not the water left in me. But if I may try and dance and play so that another may sing. Then I do so to your honor and memory, my Kanamu, my worm. Translator's note. What follows is no longer a narrative structure, and it seems oddly familiar. Yes, I recognize it now. It's a list. I remember seeing a very similar one in the dual-language text from Vincula. They're... It's like they're experimenting. In fact, it's my educated guess that this was Ilutisu's attempts at forging their own version of a Nabal-Kutul. They spoke in the last passage about trying to get closer to the true way, and to Ivara did they did they manage to craft a novel cutule from scratch they these experiments this list of linkstone ingredients or at least linking materials I don't know what you'd call them they were trying to create the conditions for a better world Something about the process and the materials selected, Ilutisu believed, would increase their chances of landing on a world they could call home. But how does it all work? I'm still confused. It can't have been purely the work of the Asratu. They must have reached out to some higher power. They found... The Sivara, I am certain of it, the waygiver, And and Elutisu managed to do it somehow. At least three more times. If this text was made in Acropolis, they led their people first to Pandemonium, then Gaia, then Earth. And each time it must have gotten a little better for them. So what came first? Breaches or the novel Kutul. linkstones or their ingredients for traversal. And why do those matter? This segment ends with an incantation. That's the only term I know for it. An invitation to speak to Ivara.
4: Then why don't you try it already?
1: I'm waiting. We're at the end of our rope. My friends need me. And if I am truly meant to make contact and something is trying to contact me in turn, why keep them waiting any longer? I'd do anything for this team and I'm tired of being useless. It's a terrible idea, but I won't stop. Any stupid things on this expedition, but this will most certainly claim the crown of most stupid. <sighs> Look, if you can make breaches and take the Asratu from place to place, we need help. And I desperately want everyone to survive this. So, here it goes. Anatal Ivara. Kima Ilim tabasi manu anitam sala ivara ipus katra manilam basama sumuru ahazu hisutu ivara tehu
2: so formal my little pawn why don't you try again in your own tongue there's no need to use one that is unfamiliar different you. from your own
1: And you shall receive. Something's happening. The pedestal, it's, it's reforming. But I feel a familiar sensation urging me to act. I remember now this voice. (sighs) I see you, Ivara. Great are your works. I humble myself to speak to you, giver of ways. Grant me a wish, and take what is yours. Ivara, hear me. Please, get us out of here. Did, did that work?
0: Yes, it did. (gasps)
4: <laughs> Silence! Silence! <coughs> what do you think you're doing, C- Cass? C- Cass, I—you can't just run off like that, dumbass! I-
1: I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry.
4: Now answer my question. What did you run in here for?
1: Uh, Cass, I-, I think I opened the breach.
4: I'll be damned. It's open. and And the pedestal.
1: It's been reformed.
4: Did you... Did you make contact?
1: I heard something. Or someone. It was a lot clearer than before. I think they've been trying to reach me for some time.
4: Hot damn. This pedestal is different. There's no spot for the linkstone on top, and no sigil. What does that mean?
1: I don't know, Cass. This was a stupid idea to begin with, but I think we're being led somewhere. And it might be a bad idea to keep them waiting.
4: Should we get the others?
1: Yes. We shouldn't leave them. I don't know how this new breach might work either.
4: All right.
5: What did you do?
1: I took a leap of faith.
4: Bad choice of words.
1: Or perhaps quite apt.
5: Explain.
1: I think I found instructions. Not for the whole Nabokutul process, but at least the beginning. I reached out, and something reached back.
5: You sound awfully calm about that.
1: I didn't get vaporized on the spot. while I don't know what they might intend for us, at the very least, it's not a swift death. I'll take what small blessings I can.
5: So where does it lead?
1: I don't know. All I asked for was... To get us out of here.
6: That sounds like a good place to be. Away from that awful canyon. God damn it, Silas!
1: What?
4: Don't you know anything about genies? You can't be non-specific like that. Who knows what you might have done?
1: Uh to be honest, I wasn't considering the genie aspect. And I didn't think it would work in the first place.
5: Well, depending on where this leads, you might want to give it some more thought next time.
1: I'll do that.
5: Where are we? You feel that? There's good airflow.
4: Almost like we're high up.
5: Are we on the lighthouse?
4: Uh, if that's what you call this wall in front of us, maybe.
1: My god, it's massive.
5: So, is this better or worse than we were before? Cause I can't decide.
1: I'm unsure.
4: We made it. Kinda. Wait, I need to check something first. We just walked out of a breach. Yes? This one is different. What do you mean? As in, is this the real Breach 7? Here on the lighthouse?
1: Wait, I see what you mean. This breach we've emerged from is a new breach, a third breach. So now, where does it lead?
4: We need to find out if this is Breach 7 or some other fuckery.
5: Alright, back inside the breach everyone. We can explore our surroundings once we've had a look.
6: So, wait a minute, how does this work?
1: You are asking the wrong people, Alex. I'm not even entirely sure what I've done.
6: But like, if we left a breach inside the canyon, and we're inside a new breach, and this one is Breach 7, and it goes somewhere, how do we get back?
5: Alex, I have a sneaking suspicion it's not going to be how we'd like it to be at all. That's all I know.
1: Interesting.
4: This is a different pedestal.
5: The place for the Linkstone is back, and there's a sigil this time.
6: Okay, so what happens if we go forward instead of back? There's still only one path.
4: Lizzie, your bad feeling is spreading to me. I don't appreciate it.
5: Get used to it. Things never go my way unless it's to our detriment.
6: We're... we're back at the
1: Lighthouse. So it would seem.
6: So it was a one-way trip?
1: Again, very astute observation.
5: What are we- Listen, everyone. I don't fully understand it, but it looks like the last breach only led us here. We've arrived at our objective, but we've got a long way to go still. Let's not despair just yet. Cass? Yeah. Let's check our surroundings. Alex, Silas, you two rest and get the radio set up. And keep an eye on Jay, obviously. Let's see if we can get in touch with Upsilon and figure out our next move. And if you've got any more miracles, Silas?
1: I'll see what I can do.
6: Jay? you okay?
1: It's... Ah.
3: Beautiful.
1: Syntax is a podcast by Twin Strangers Productions and is licensed under an attribution share-alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed and produced by Stella Rowan Odom and written by Ty Vaughn. Silas Caldwell is played by Ty Vaughn. Cassius Thatcher is played by Beth Sage Fong. Elizabeth Bellinger is played by Morgie B. Alex Yard is played by Jules Christine. Jeremiah Woods is played by Elgin Smith. Ivara is played by M. Mulder. Additional voices provided by... Stella Rowan Odom. Find out more about the show on syntaxpodcast.com. Link in the description. If you enjoyed this episode, rate us on your favorite listening platform. It helps us out tremendously. Know the depths. Wish for more. Special thanks to our Indiegogo backers who supported us this season. Micah Carmichael Jen Schabel Jamie Henderson Leanne Egan Flo Audrey Feltner Fox Katrina Rogers Jose Sanchez Johan Kingsley Kit Harding This show was made on the Twin Strangers Productions network. You can support the creation of new and ongoing audio dramas by subscribing to our Patreon. Visit our website to find the latest news and updates about other shows at TwinStrangersProductions.com.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European Linen